How are you? Good. Yeah. I'm just trying to, I've just got this new um, computer, right? I'm just trying to work out how to use it because I don't know how to do it. All right. So well, cool. I, I can hear you on my end. Um, so it's all good on this side. Okay, cool. Let me just, I'm just trying to work out how to do this. Oh, yeah. How to, uh, how to get in the headphones. There. Does that work? Yeah, I can hear you anyway. There we go. Cool. Yeah, right. That's working for me. Okay. How are you going? Not too bad. Not too bad. Um, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're getting um, straight into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hello. Hello from Australia. It's yeah, yeah. Half, past, half nine. Half nine at night. Yeah. The kids are in bed, are they? Yes, they are. So my yeah. son is sleeping soundly, and as is my daughter. Good. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you, so, yeah. Yeah. You think you've BPD, do you? Well, you know what? Um, mm. Actually, I, as I mentioned in my email, I saw I had my psychiatric referral, and I went yesterday. Okay. Um, so, so it's really, uh, you know, fortuitous, I suppose. So the answer to your question is, I'm not part of the BPT club. But what I am part of is the Rapid Cycling Bipolar Club. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're in the other gang. East side, west side. The other gang. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, and, I, and I said to the psych, because it was really funny, like, mm. um, you know, he's there sipping on his Coke, his Coke Zero. And after an hour, he's like, and I said, so, you know, where am I? What do you, you know, where do you think I am? And he said, yeah. this is what I think it is, Rapid Cycling Bipolar. And I said, how do you know? How do you actually know? Because I talked yeah. to him about, you know, my kind of thoughts and my questions about borderline. He said, no, not at all. I uh, really don't think so. And he said, you know, I've seen hundreds of people. Yeah. It's not you. The fact that you can, you can go to uni, you can hold down a job, you've got a relationship, you've got kids. Okay, okay. That's, that's good, isn't it? Like, because I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can hold down a relationship. I've got kids. I can hold down a job. And I've 809. Mental health, it's a, like mental health is in and of itself an educated opinion. Mm. In yeah, and of itself. No, that's, yeah, yeah. It, it's not as, yeah. it's not like there's, there's my hand. That's a hand. You can't contest yeah. it's a hand. It's not like someone goes, no, it's a foot. With mental health, it's 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 just an opinion. It really it's an educated opinion at best. That's that's not me saying that. That is just what it is. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you go to him, you're bipolar. You go to someone else, they might say BPD. Um, that's the thing. I, I I know. Yeah, and that's what I guess. That's why I'm like. I said to him, you know, how do you know? How do you know? But you know, in saying that, you know, as I think I mentioned, you know, my sort of my mental health journey is extensive it's not like yeah. i'm like hey i don't feel good i'm gonna to go to a psychiatrist you know this is this is this is ongoing this is like i'm 36 this has been you know 20 something years okay you know and so you know um but but interesting points that you make uh and and i kind of go back to the theory of i think it's i get them confused whether it's the sick role or whether it's the diagnosis which is you're not sick until you have the label, until you've got the diagnosis. It's just some stuff that goes on. And then when you see the yeah. doctor, then you see the psychiatrist. There's 
that's that's when there's a label that's when there's meaning that's associated with what it is that you have yeah where they can direct you you know yeah that's right and and for me you know fuck it was always going to be fucking something you know like i i don't know like i I, i've been i've become you know a bit of a a bit of a fan of your stuff where you know and i listen to it i'm like fuck you know this really it does make sense in the sense that you know like what's normal what does it look like like i don't know i don't think someone that's normal yeah, is thinking yeah. about killing, killing themselves i don't think that someone that's normal is like going to go off and like have some kind of screaming rage you know what i mean like or yeah 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 the next minute being you know being kind of not able to move because they're like in some fucking depression hmm. so what's normal i don't know uh you know i, I don't know normal yeah. like normal to me is is like that. I mean, holding down a job, um, working a full week, going through your hardship in the job. Um, you know, every job is the same in a sense of you go, oh, I wish I wasn't here today when it's going wrong. Yeah. Um, but you stick at it. You, you're able to manage it. You go home, you unwind, you play with your children or whatever you're doing at home, get them to bed. That's to me a normal life in a sense of we're at no stage in this life. You're absolutely gone fucking mental in a sense where you're throwing stuff or you're a lunatic or you're gone bananas and you're fucking screaming at people. To me, that's normal when because everyone has their shit in their day. One of the things I asked a counselor years ago, and I don't know if I've said this, I probably have or haven't, I don't know. <laughs> is um why am I sitting here? Why am I sitting here? And she just said, You can't cope. And that was it. And she goes, You can't cope. Mm. And I says, Is that it? It's just I can't cope with life. And she goes, That's exactly it. I says, Well, then I'm gonna learn how to cope. And that was it. Mm. Four mm. little letters was holding me, four letters was making me sit on a chair every week and you know, talk about life or whatever. It's not that I cared about therapy. It was brilliant. But when she narrowed it down to four letters for me, I was like going, ah, no, fuck that. I'm going to learn how to cope. Like, you know. Mm. And to me, that's normal. I mean, the normal in, you know, I'm not trying to, the normal in, in Saudi Arabia is to chop the heads off them if they commit a crime. Mm. And I, I and I don't say that as if it's not normal. That's their normal, right? That's uh, very much normal. That's very and again, I'm not saying that that's not normal. That's their that's their law. That's their ways. That's the way it is. That's their normal. Uh, the normal in America is to own a firearm. That's their normal. The normal and the normal in Ireland is you know we're known as drinking all the time. Um, that's our normal. So, I mean, the normal is what society is in a sense of what's acceptable, I suppose. Mm. You know, that type of way. That's right. And, it, and it's subjective and changeable depending on, and situational depending on where you are. Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? As, mm. You know, and, and kind of like the, the, you know, the discussion about labels. I mean, fuck, you know, it's like, hey, now, but, you know, like I say, it's, it's sort of, for me, it's no surprise. I knew I was going in there. And I knew I'm like, when I was going in there, I'm like, fuck. I'm going to come out with a label. I know it, whatever that is. Yeah, um, yeah. And you know, and, and and then you kind of, as you mentioned, like it could be, could be, you know, if put someone another specialist 
yeah. in that situation, then it could be a different outcome, you know, and it could be a different medication, whatever. It could be a different regime mm. of everything. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and it could be like the guy went to school in the UK. I was looking at his, that's where he got his qualifications. That might maybe different to somebody who got their qualifications in Australia or whatever, depending on the teaching. Maybe I'll go too far. I don't know. Fuck. Maybe I just have bipolar. You know, maybe that's where it's at. I, I, yeah. yeah, the way I look at mental health is this. I don't care. Yeah. I genuinely don't care. Mm. I don't care if they label me banana bread with fruit on top and astronaut syndrome. I couldn't care, right? All I want to know is, can you teach me how to cope? Mm. I don't care. I don't care if they go, uh, you're a psychopath, um, you're a sociopath. You know, I'm listing out the top grade ones. Um, yeah. you're prone to killing people um, on a full moon and you've, you know, you think you're a werewolf too. My answer is, or my question is great. This is exactly what I did. When I cut, when I cut the wrist, right? When I cut the wrist, I went in and I went can you, because the ones that put me on medication because of the severity of what I did can you teach me how to cope? Sorry, I'm lying. I says, do you know what's wrong with me? And they said, yeah. Do you know how to teach me how to cope? Yes. Then I don't need medication. So, no, you need to go on medication. Because you see, what I did was so severe, they wanted me just medicated. Um, I said, no, can you, can you teach me? Are you confident you can teach me how to cope? Yeah. Well, then I don't need medication. That was my personal choice. I'm not saying to do or not do medication for other people. But uh, the, what do you call it? That's the way I looked at it. That's the way I perceived it. It's down to simplicity. If you're not coping, how do you learn how to cope? To me, the mental illness part of it doesn't matter. I don't care if I've... I tried ADHD for two years. Because they didn't diagnose me. If you look up ADHD, it's extremely similar to BPD. <laughs> mm. <coughs> BPD is extremely similar to, to bipolar. I know, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I yeah. mean, my argument is, instead of getting caught up with the label, where are you not coping? I'm just going to try on a fan because I wouldn't survive in Australia. Ireland is freezing at the moment and I'm boiling. <laughs> um... um I would look at where are you not coping at the moment? Mm. Then I'd look at that and go, right. I'll give you an example. I'll use myself as an example. I was unnatural for meltdowns. I was a bastard. I was a fucking bastard. There's no getting away from it. In my job, I had my own business. I used to fucking lose my head with... with um, I used to lose my head with the, what do you call it? The, the lads working with me. Go off on a fucking mental one. Fucking things across the garage, you know, screaming and roaring. Of course, being an absolute bastard. Because what could they do? Do you know the type of way? They had to work there. I was the boss. I was a fucking bastard. Um, I couldn't control my temper. Then... They all walked out on me, which was fantastic. Best thing that ever happened to me. They all walked out. Everyone just literally in one second walked out on me one day. It was the best thing that ever happened to me. 
because I learned then, I still was getting the rage, but I then used to drive away. So then I was driving away from my garage. And that was driving me mad because I couldn't, re- I, because I had a massive meltdown and all the staff walked out, I then was just, every time I was feeling overwhelmed, I was driving away from the garage. Which that wasn't helping it either because I wasn't there. And eventually I got my counselor to teach me how to manage my emotions and cope. And then I stopped. It was like, yeah. Um, I learned how to cope. I'll tell you exactly what I did. I know it might not be relevant, but I'm trying to give you the process of from complete meltdown. What I used to do is I used to write down mistakes and we couldn't talk about it until a Friday morning. And that way then, after Friday morning, even if the lads made a mistake, I could write it down. Just couldn't talk about it. So I was venting by writing it down, but I could not talk about it until the following week. Now, at home, to reverse that, I have one week to talk about anything that's bothering me. After one week, I'm not allowed to talk about anything because, again, I was a bastard for meltdowns. I was fucking screaming and roaring and frothing at the mouth. And it's not really on. And that's, you know yourself, it's not on no matter what society you're in. I don't give a shit what society you're in across the globe. It's not on. So I had to learn how to, number one, kind of vent my mind that it was okay. You know, I'm assuming you have rage in you. Um, So I had to learn how to kind of get my mind, because you know the way the rage just wants to go bananas and fucking kill all around us, right? So I had to kind of go, listen, you know, there's no way of stopping it. It's not like you go, I'll meditate, "Mm, I'm at one. That's all. To me, I I could never do that, which is why I taught ADHD, because my head is too fast. So I had to figure out and sit down with myself and a very long process short was you're allowed to have a fucking, you're allowed vent it. You're not allowed fucking vent it in the way you are. So I would write it down because I'd be like fucking fuckers, fucking, I'll fucking fucking and it was all this. But I was fucking venting it, right? And then I couldn't say it. But at least I wrote it down and that helped me massively where I was texting. But I wouldn't send the text. I was texting it in my notes. You fucking cunt. I fucking hate you. You're the worst fucking person on the fucking, fucking, fucking planet. And I'd be fucking fu- and, and I'd be getting it all out. And then I just store it as a message and I'm going to fucking send that now in three days time. But in three days, I would calm down. So I had an agreement with myself that I was allowed to do it. I was going to do this. I was going to fucking send that. And that's the way I'd be. I would fucking send that message. But after the third day, I calmed down. So I wouldn't send, thankfully. A lot of the messages that I wrote out were never sent. Um, And the ones that were sent were edited. And they were brought to a different light and a, a more, a more, now that, that didn't happen instantly either. Like, let's not pretend I'm some sort of fucking hero here. Um, that took a while as well. But my point is, is there was a process to my madness. There was a process of number one. I knew I couldn't catch that beast inside of me. So there was no way of catching them. 
So I had to actually sit down and go, look, I know I'm not going to be able to catch you. So you're allowed to write out as much as you want. <laughs> you can write as much as you want. You can put as many tokens as you want there. <laughs> put in a note. Put in the, you know. So, you know, how, um, that was kind of my process with the, with the rage. Mm. Yeah. What I used to do, I, I used to, I used to be like the gym was kind of my thing. It's, you know, I was pissed off and every morning I'd get up and I'd think yeah. about all the things that pissed me off the day before and I'd just go for an hour. I'd lift weights, I'd do all that. And that was my kind of my time. And mm. then I was done. Or then, you know, and I'd ride my pushy to work and that would be my thing. I'd focus on something that gave me the shits and I just, you know, I'd ride. I think the thing for me, like I've sort of, I've moved from that job, I've moved from that town and I've got an extra child now. Mm. And the free time that I had, I no longer have. And so, and so I think um, that's where I struggle, I reckon, as well. Yeah. Is with yeah. That time. Mm. And yeah, look, I don't know if you have, have you a fast head? Like, have you a fast head? Mm, yeah right yeah, I do. Mm. if you have a fast head my my uh, suggestion would be to use it I'll tell you why you know COVID hit and it hit people in different ways mm. and so what I done is I planned and planned and planned and planned and planned with my head I went right uh, I'm in the house forever I'm because you know the way lockdown you don't know I'm in the house mm. forever. Then I'm not in the house and I'm allowed five kilometers. Then I'm allowed here. Then I'm allowed. And I planned everything. I planned my life stuck in the house continuously. I planned my life allowed out. At the moment, I'm, I'm planning my life because I'm not vaccinated, that I'm not allowed into bars mm. until next year, hopefully when they settle themselves down a bit. Um, so I planned my life. And the last two years have been grand. I've had no issues mentally with COVID, right? None whatsoever. Mm, mm. Um, it's extremely important to plan because especially people like us, if our routine gets altered and like one child is great, two is 10. Do you know what I type mm. of One is great. You know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, one, you're in the gang. Yeah. 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 yeah, one, you're in the gang. When you have one child, yeah. you can talk to the rest of them going, I'm now a parent, I can now talk to you. You think it's fantastic, so you go, do you know something? This is, if it's this good with one, could you imagine what one more will bring? And then you become a referee. And you're no longer a parent. And there's a lot to referee in children when your head is gone, I would fucking love to fuck Jesus Christ kill you. But you're not allowed. Because <laughs> it's against the law. <laughs> I used to wish I was over in them Arab countries going I'd fucking give it to you if I was Arab <laughs> you know what I mean yeah yeah. Hey, you, know what, you know what I was going to ask you because uh, mm. you've talked about you know how much of a bastard you were blah blah yeah. blah what, what, you've, what you've mentioned and what's been constant is you know you've, you've had your wife that's sort of stuck by you and, and from my research you know not even fucking research even anecdotally yeah. You know, when you when you I'm gonna be you know, I'll be colloquial. When you fucking when you're mental, it's it's hard like it's hard enough for you to control your 
you know, feelings, let alone have someone else buy, stand by you. So how the fuck has your wife stood by you? And that's not a, that, this is me just asking because, mm. you know, um, I, I kind of, with my partner, you know, it's, it's a struggle for her to work out where the fuck my head is on, on day to day. Yeah, like my wife, my wife is a very much get on with a type of person for starters. Right. So, and I am too. The only difference is I'm mentally ill, mentally ill, and she's not. Now, yeah. my wife is very much get on with it. Get up, get on with it. That's the, that's, and I'm very much get up, get on with a type of person. So neither one of us lie under anything. Number two, my wife has not a clue about mental health. So she doesn't understand it. So to her, it's, and I mean this respectfully to her, my wife would be in the, she just don't think about it, gang. Mm. She wouldn't have a clue about the depths that your mind can go to because she, her mind is not wired that way. And, I, and I'm, I'm saying this respectfully. Her mind is not wired that way. It's like, if a hybrid car could talk to a normal car, it'd be saying, should just use your battery? Well, I can't. Should just, yeah, you do. You just use your battery. Yeah. I can't. I don't have the same type of battery as you have. Yeah, but should just use it for a minute then. I can't. You know the type of So, I mean, it's, we're wired differently. So my wife, how did she get on with it? I'll tell you exactly what she did. My wife, when, when my wife came down, she found me in a pool of blood. And I know this is a bit graphic, but she did. She found me literally in a pool. I lost six pints of blood when I'd done my wristing. And she, like, fucking had to whip. I can't remember that. She can remember it, right? So she endured all that. She never went to one hour of therapy ever about that. I don't know what it was like. She obviously walked into it. So she's extremely mentally strong as a human being. Extremely like to walk into that and never do one hour of time. And I said it to her, Do you need to go to therapy? No, just I'll process it myself. And like that's 11 years ago. Quite clearly, she has a process at this stage. The second thing is, my wife, then when I done what I done was so severe, um, she kind of retreated. So she mm-hmm. never really kind of gave me advice because she was afraid in case I do it again. So she kind of left me to my own devices, you know, because um, she was terrified in case if she said the wrong thing, she'd have to come down to that again. Uh, pretty horrific scene, like. So she stood by me. How did she stand by me? I have no fucking clue, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I don't know. Like, that's like. I know she did stand by me because <laughs> we're still together. Mentally, um, she's able to put stuff over head extremely quickly. That's why she's not mentally ill. She's a, she does not ruminate. And my wife then is the type of person. I'll give you an example. I've had longer podcasts and I've had conversations with my wife. She doesn't get into life. She doesn't get into, like she says to me, Christ almighty, Sean, you could talk for hours on one topic. My wife would not talk for hours I'm on topic. It's what do we need to do? Get it done. It's done. There's nothing more. Like she was out in the, out in the lake this morning and it's freezing now in Ireland. 
and she's just up, get into the lake, stay there, get out, get it done. Two or three people cancelled. She wouldn't cancel. Like during the lockdown, she got up, done her. She learned yoga during the lockdown. Never done yoga before. Became a teacher. Up a half five every morning. Does the gym. She's never once said, ah, "I'm not doing the gym today." She gets up. She does it. She's just that type of person. So, anyone else? I honestly think I'd be a single man now. You know the type of. I saw it's yep, not yep. it's not like it's the look of the draw that I got. I got my wife. That's what it is. It's the look because uh, I've looked at other people personalities and gone. Yeah, they wouldn't stay with me. Like even my sister said to me the other day, you know, like. You're a hard man to be with. I said, I know. I know. It's not that I don't know. I know. I know I'm a hard man to be with. Now. There's the other side of me before I start running myself into the ground. I, I'm a great man cooking, cleaning. I'm good with the kids, good with finances, good with uh, making sure everyone is looked after. You know, I'm a good boy. <laughs> just the other side of it. <clears throat> I'm not just all one nightmare. So I'm sure my wife is balancing all of that. But, uh, I, okay. I, but she's able to, my wife does not ruminate. That's why she doesn't ruminate her brain. Right. Her brain is not wired for rumination. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Right. She just gets on with it and you do the other stuff. She just goes on. And it sounds like it's quite, you know, respectful and potentially it sounds like maybe she's tried to understand, but yeah, she like, she tried to understand, but it's, it's a bit like, and I mean this again respectfully. And this is where mm. a lot of people think my wife is like in there right beside me, which is, it's just mm. not the case, which I'm grand about. And she's grand about mm. that. It's like, mm. here, are you OK? Blah, blah, blah. We're not the type of people. It's like she said to me, can you figure this out? And we'll have children. So she like my wife is very bullet point type of person. In other words, if you're struggling, figure it out. Mm. That's the way she is. It's like, and I like that. It's like, are you struggling? Yeah, figure it out. Do you know how to figure it out? I, I'll try. No, figure it out. Figure it out. So she's very much get it done, figure it out, come back, try it, fail. And I said it to her at one stage. How come you stick with me? Because I was confused, going, because I know I'm a nightmare at times. If you, if my wife will never do a podcast ever. If she was up here doing a podcast, she'd go, he's a fucking nightmare. That's how she'd start. <laughs> she wouldn't be starting with it. Sean's wonderful. He's the best in the world. I'm so blessed to have him. She wouldn't be starting with that. She'd be going, he's a nightmare, but I'd rather be with him than anyone else. Mm. That's it. Um, so, you know, that's kind of my life in a sense of, I, I'm married to somebody who get on with it. And I love that. Mm. Get on with it. Will she ever understand BPD? She hasn't a clue. She hasn't mm. a clue. And lot, lots of people think she does. She hasn't a clue. She knows much. She knows as much about BPD as a cat knows about its father. Do you know that idea? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
And I'm okay with that. Like years ago, I was like, why don't you understand? Why don't you understand? And then over the years, it was like going, not everybody is as deep as everybody else. Some people can't comprehend. If you put a, you, you say you're able to study. If you put a book in front of me and ask me to study that book, I can't. You put a book in front of my wife, ask her to study it and, and, and do exams. She's a legend at it. Put a book in front of me and go, you put me and my wife side by side and go, hey, Sean and Emma, study this book now. She would mop the floor with me. <clears throat> put me behind the mic, shy talk, and I go all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on, because I think I mentioned I touch base, and like I said, like even though, you know, there's this label, blah, 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 for yeah. me, health you know this mental health journey that i've been on for fucking what 20 something years there's always this deep sense of shame that i've always it's always been there i don't talk to anyone about it Mm. Uh, and no one fucking knows but i think once someone did ask me they're like how's your mental health and i felt really offended i'm like what you know have i have i looked like such a fucking lunatic have i'd like pretended i was jesus and jumped off the fucking roof or something why do you ask me and like so even to this day you know my my partner you know, when she, she said yesterday, she's like, so how was it? The appointment? I'm like, yeah, good. It's fine. So, you know, what's the deal? And I'm like, uh, so it's, you know, it's bipolar. And she's mm. like, so what does that mean? And I'm like, it just means I can't regulate my, my emotions, right? And then just kind of left it there because of that fucking shame that's associated with that. But then you look at it and you're like, what is, where does the shame come from? What is it? You know, like, why? Why yeah. should you be shameful of this? You know, I, I, right. I, so number one, I was never ashamed. And I held shame years ago. And because I held shame, kind of a black figure at the end of my bed. Um, it's a different way, but it, you know, shame, it, I held, I held shame because I was reared to be shamed. You know, half of Ireland was reared to be shamed. Shame on you, or should be ashamed of yourself, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, when you're scolded, you're bold rather than what you did was bold. Different times. We weren't reared properly. So now when it came to the mental health, um, I mean, doing the wrist in kind of can't hide it. You know, uh, you can bend your fingers to match the other wrist, all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, you can't hide it too. It's there. It's nothing you can do about it. And I decided to do exactly what the podcast is. I use humor to tell people about myself. So it's lightening it up for them. Because here's the thing about people. Nobody feels ashamed about my mental illness. But if I felt shame, they'd feel shame. Hmm. Hmm. I like literally... If I met someone tomorrow, I'm going to a wedding in a few weeks. I'm definitely going to talk about my mental illness. I'm going to have a laugh about it, tell a couple of jokes about it, more aiming towards my, like, you know, someone says to me once, because in Ireland, again, again, culturally, Saudi Arabia, they wouldn't ask you if you don't drink. Ireland, something wrong with you. So if you don't drink, what's wrong with you? And then... Well, I don't know. Like, you know, you don't drink. No. Why is that? 
Do you know them lunatics when they're off their head on drink that could do absolutely anything, be it good or bad? Mm. Mm. And everyone goes, yeah, that's me. Yay! I'm one of them lunatics. <laughs> so what I decided to do was not drink. So now I'm just a regular lunatic, kind of like a small Big Mac, not with the double double burger in it. Um, <clears throat> and people laugh and they go, geez, you wouldn't know you're a lunatic. Wait till the night goes on, you'll see how this is going to go. And then they see I'm a lunatic, but all in a good way. So I don't hold shame. I actually, I present my mental illness. Like even when you were saying bipolar, um, you know, even when you were saying that, I was thinking of jokes if I had bipolar. You know, oh my God, like what's bipolar? I can't decide whether, it can't decide which one to go with. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it doesn't know which one to go with. <laughs> you know the type of and lighten it up. And, and yeah. the shame of anything is the shame from us. Nobody in my experience has ever shamed me about my, like, I'll give you an example. I was in work and one, and one of them in work said to me, I was talking about my mental health one day and they literally went, so are you mad? And I went, no, I don't do things repeatedly and expect a different result. I'm more lunatic type, <laughs> that type. <laughs> I'm more prone to have a meltdown because uh, they wouldn't understand. I'm more prone to lose my head and, and just have a meltdown and, and lose my plot. All right, right. So don't annoy you so. Perfect. That's exactly what we need to do. Don't annoy me. <clears throat> um, and I got a joke about it while getting my point across to not annoy me. So, um, my uh, what I would say with you is, if you hold shame, is is to look at it in a very humorous way. Instead of retracting, how could you make it into a joke? There's no way are you mentally ill and you don't have a sense of humor. Mm. There's no way. There's no way. Everybody I know that's mentally ill, it's like, where are you going? Uh, just after getting my mental ill there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't go unless you have a sense of humor. Should I like, won't work. The whole idea is to have a sense of humor because we do have a great sense of humor. And I'm kind of hoping there's a bit of Irishness in you if you're Australian. And then we've one of the darkest sense of humors on the planet. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, the problem is my, my, my half the family I've got is German. And, you know, the, you know, the humor. There's no fucking humor with Germans. <laughs> you're, you're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking cat! You can't, like I was in a pub one night and I started, you know, doing the 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 Nazi salute, right? I was like, yeah, <clears throat> I was just doing the Nazi salute. I was in a pub one night. This is when I was drinking, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got, I'm not gonna blame the drink. I'd still do it, right? I think there should be no limits to humor. Anyway, I was doing the Nazi salute. Because I was chatting to two Germans. And they said to me, oh, my God, you would be arrested in Germany and locked up and put in prison if you were doing that. And I said, why? 
because you can't do that. Good thing we're in Ireland. And I kept doing it, right? <laughs> and then I told him a Holocaust joke. Absolutely bombed it. No pun intended. Um, really bombed it, right? Yeah. You know, I said, you do know why Hitler shot himself. He got the gas bill. <laughs> See? Um, yeah, it's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, either way, either way. I, and I only read there the other day. You can't tell Holocaust jokes. Of course you can. That was funny. I I I can read books on the Holocaust, and I'm in my mind going, "Oh my God, that is the worst thing. It's a nightmare. These poor people." And I'm genuine. Mm. It's genuine. I can also tell a joke because it's not genuine. It's not like fucking they got the gas bill. It's stupid. It's humor. Um. Yeah, you're half German. Right, you're going to need, yeah, I must the other half. English, so it's your, you know, your, your kind of your half, yeah. Yeah, well, of, hey, not, not fucking my half, where are you? No, not, no, not your half, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> 800 years of oppression. <laughs> <laughs> it was your kind that brought my kind over there to fucking work the land. This is where I find it funny as well. You have um, uh, people that can't take a joke. The Irish, I mean, can take... This is where we get our human... We were dragged on ships to Australia to work the land because we might have robbed a pig when the English weren't allowing us yeah. to eat our food. That was just the way it was. And we can joke about that. And I do hear, like, people at the moment going, you can't make jokes. We're a very oppressed community. You can't make... You can make a joke about everything. The Irish are making jokes about... We make jokes about being thrown off ships into the Atlantic when we were being sold as slaves. Rough ride for you, Gosson. <laughs> I mean, that's a fact. We were sold as slaves. <laughs> Everyone doesn't, nobody realizes the Irish. 800 years of oppression. The English weren't going to go, let's go down to Africa first. Well, we could just go to Ireland. I mean, we're, we're 800 years trying to come in, you know, trying to get them. Why didn't we just use them as slaves first? Which they did. <laughs> and we make jokes about that. Um, so we, we're an impressed nation. We can make jokes about it. Look at the Germans. I mean, mm. you nearly had it. You nearly had it the second time around. You just nearly had it. <laughs> if Hitler only got the Irish. Do you know Hitler actually asked for 500 Irish men? He said yeah. if I had... Uh, he, he didn't ask for them. He said if I had 500 Irish men... I'd win the war. We were busy. <laughs> we'd, we'd other things going on at the time. <laughs> so like, <laughs> sorry about that, you know. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> we'd all be fucking speaking. Hey, probably better speaking German than English. I don't know. Another joke. <laughs> <laughs> things would be very efficient, though, wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I'd be kept. Blue eyes, blonde hair, I'd be kept. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's you know right. what I mean. Happy days yeah. for me, you know, that type of way. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, look, these are tough times. Everyone, look, yeah, and that's my point is when you can make humor out of something, you know, make it into something humorous, and that whole spiel there for everyone else that's been offended is a complete spiel for joking to show you how much you can make anything into a joke. 
I literally just said Irish were sold as slaves and thrown off a ship and said, tough luck on you, Gossam. <laughs> it was no way it was one of them, one of my forefathers. I wouldn't be here to tell the tale. That's it. Yeah. So great for whoever was. Not my problem. <laughs> I, my forefather was probably hiding somewhere. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm not getting on a boat. <laughs> so like if you could make a joke about your mental illness is my point it won't be as bad it's your perception of it you've bipolar which means according to this man who and i'm no way gonna say you know he's not of course he's professional according to this person for all the years he spent in college you have a chemical imbalance rather than just being a fucking lunatic on my end, right? Okay. I'm not chemically imbalanced. I'm just an original lunatic. Genuinely, I have something wrong with you. According <laughs> <laughs> to him, which medication should sort out? Now, if you've listened to my podcast, you know food sorts a lot out too. Mm. Um, mm. And sleep and exercise. Um, so, I mean, you know, all these things sorted out. The only last thing you're left with is the sense of humor and having a bit of crack with it. It's like literally looking at your illness and going, I'm a fucking lunatic. Mm-hmm. When you feel like you're going to be the real, I know I'm a lunatic, but I know I'm a lunatic. Ha 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 at this stage. I was the lunatic years ago throwing fucking saucepans across the kitchen. In a fucking fit of rage. Fraud hanging out my mouth, eyes flared, and anyone that was coming in was going to be killed, stone dead. That type of lunatic. That's really why I'm doing the podcast to get rid of that type of lunatic, because I was that type of lunatic. And you see, when you came from that, which I did, you learn for me, even someone said to me, So do you hide a lot of your emotions through humor? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I fucking do. But it's not, I'll tell you my process. I'll use humor to deflate it. Then when I'm on my own, I'll analyze it. So I'll be like, ah, fuck off you. Oh, yeah, yeah, bollocks, yeah. And then I go away, I get myself, I, I remove myself. I go away and go, Jesus, that wasn't fucking on what he just did. Like, But I'm on my own at that stage. And then I'll reflect and go, Jesus, right, what would you do different? That's a lot better than I will fucking kill you, Stone Dead, you bastard. That's a lot better than that. It's like, ah, fuck off. Oh, yeah, fucker. Yeah, you got me there and I walk away. And then I think about, God, Jesus, he fucking annoyed me there. Jesus, I didn't like that now. He hurt my feelings or whatever. But that's all grand when Sean is in his room on his own processing it. As I said, that's a lot better than I will fucking kill you stone dead. And I mean it. And next thing I'm flared up and next thing I'm going, shit, shit, shit. I'm going, I'm dysregulating here. And Sean is going into the background, going further and further. And they're going, fuck, I'm going to be in shit by the time I recover from this. <laughs> and then it's all done. And I come back and go, so what did you do? Ah, oh, fucking hell. Look at the mess you're after making. And then I get to blame, even though I'm like fading into the background. <laughs> Nobody gets that bit. Nobody understands that it's like, ah, oh, fuck it. But you, I can't allow that beast out ever again. I can't. 
So all my techniques of using humor, uh, walking away is a legend. That's my number one. Everyone can do it. Barrier paraplegic. <laughs> you see the way my head is here? Or an amputee. Yeah, or an amputee. I'm just going to fucking roll away from you now, you prick. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, I'm now, you see, that's my point, right? And I'm, I was deliberately throwing that joke in. I'm so used to use, using humor, my mind automatically goes into a joke. And that's where I cope quite a lot. Does it mean I'm laughing all the time and I'm crying at home in my bedroom? No. Because I, I deliberately reflect every day. I don't waste my time and go, no, 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 I don't care about that. I go, listen, check in with me now. How was everything today? Didn't fucking like that now. Have to be honest, didn't like that comment. Okay, let's have a look at it. Yeah, didn't really like the fucking tone of that comment. And this, is, this would be my internal dialogue. Let's have a cup of tea. I always go for the cup of tea at that stage because it warms the stomach. Mm. When you're warm in the stomach, you'll think more pleasant thoughts. Right? That's just a fact. So I go for the tea or I go for the coffee and go, right, have a cup of tea. So go on anyway, tell me. Yeah, fucking cunt. Fucking annoying me head. What the fuck did he say that? Like, what did he fucking mean by that? Was he slagging me? Was he not slagging me? So I don't know. Just, you know, how did you feel? I'm always, how did you feel? I'm talking to myself. How did you feel? Fucking kill him. No, that's not, that's not, that's not how you feel. How do you feel? Didn't fucking like it now. Hurt me feelings. So you were hurt. Mm. I'm constantly telling myself mm. how I feel. So you were hurt, were you? Yeah, I was fucking hurt. Yeah, I was hurt. Yeah, well, that's okay. It's okay to be hurt. There's no harm in being hurt. You, you're very, you're a very emotional person. Of course you're going to be hurt. What would you like to say to them? I'd fucking, I'd fucking strangle you. That's what I'd like to say. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? <coughs> this is all as I'm having a cup of tea like. Mm. Fucking strangle you. Right, okay, fair enough. Strangle him, but you can't really strangle him, can you? No, I suppose you can't. You know. What would you like to say? Fucking burst your head open. That's what I'd like to say. Right, you can't burst their head open as well. So, in a more civil way, what would you like to say to them? Listen, I know you were probably thinking you were slagging or joking, but what you said to me yesterday hurt my feelings. I'd go with that. I'd go back in. If the opportunity arose, I'd go, listen, have a chat to you for a sec. Listen, you know, what you were saying there yesterday was fine. I know you thought you were joking or whatever, but it kind of hurt me feelings. Just don't say that particular word again. Just sorry about that. Yeah, look, 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 no problem. I had to think about it last night. It's just something in my head. I need to get it off my chest. There you go. It's done. Now that fucker in the back of my head who wants to burn him down mm. and pull him apart is going... Yeah, good on you. Good on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> good on you. Nothing there going fucking good on you. So you need to, I need to balance myself. And mm. I don't, I, here's the biggest thing about me. I don't disrespect the fact that I'm mentally ill. I completely respect that I'm a fucking lunatic. And I make sure the lunatic part of myself is listened to. Instead of me trying to push, no, I'm a good person. I'll push you down. I'll push you. To, no, no, look at me. Hey, yeah, I'm a good person. Hey, everybody. I'm a real. I'd end up killing my kids. No, I'd end up killing them. I'd be like, fuck you. You fucking spilled the fucking milk again. And they'd be looking at me going, fucking 
hell. Well, they wouldn't say that because they're only kids. But I'm very <laughs> mindful to make sure I process everything because the kids are get. It's not fucking fair on them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You know, mm. you're, you're really a parent. Good. You're a parent with two kids. It's like work. I remember at one stage, work was really tough. And I was coming home and I was giving it to the kids. And then I just sat myself down and went, here, bastard face. We need to fucking have a cup of coffee again. Huh? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are they doing? Out of fucking annoying me. They're not. not they're kids. They're kids. You're not really annoyed at them. You're annoyed with the shit in work. And that's where I learned, man. Hold on there a sec now, you. All big boy fucking Sean, you know. Whoever gives it to you is getting it back. And I made a rule with myself. If that person gives it to you, you fucking give it back to them. Your kids give you a little bit of shit, you give it back to them as a fucking parent. Not some fucking prick. Fucking milk. Blah, 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 blah. It's only fucking milk. Fuck's sake. They're going to spill it. You fucking spilled paint yesterday, you fucking prick in work. So this is the dialect I'd have with myself. And ever since that day, that was years ago, I've never not directed everything back to the person. And I've done it in a very respectful way, if I'm being honest. You know, am I 100%? I don't want to be. I'm a 95, definitely a 95 percenter. But I parent my kids now, they get, you know, don't do that, jeez, come on now, listen, you know, and there's lots of come on now. And then eventually... You're talking a long way down the road. Would you like a slap? No. Well, stop. But that's it. So it's not like if my kids spill stuff now, they don't look at me with a sense of deers in the headlight and, oh, my God, oh, my God. They don't. If they spill stuff, I just turn the head and they hear I give you a clot and I give them a clot and I stop being a fucking prick. Simple as. Um. Because I was being a prick because I was stressed somewhere else. <laughs> and I just went, that's not fair. <laughs> As children, we had no kind of defense. So I'm very mindful of that going, you know, you were the parent. They have no defense against you. Don't be a fucking prick to them. No. Am I fucking Gandhi as a parent? I'm not. But I can definitely tell you this. I'm extremely mindful towards the fact that they're children. And if I'm losing my head with them, then there's something wrong somewhere else. Mm. I need to be mindful of that energy going, I wonder why are you losing your head with them? And here's, here's where I do my checklist, right? You can hear it in my voice. There's a sickness in there. There's a sickness in me for the last six weeks. But I'll give you an example. There's a sickness in me. I've pulled back on heavy exercising. Right? Something gets taken away. You know, with a sickness like that, you don't know if it's chest. So the last thing you want to be doing is fucking exercising where you're going to put your lungs under pressure. Um, but either way, if what I'll do then is if I'm not really good with the kids, I check back on my food. What did you eat? So I'm, I'm extremely respectful towards the fact that I'm mentally ill. So I go... What did you eat? I had a pizza and chips. And you saw you were a little bit off with the kids the following day. No more pizza and chips, so. Ah, fuck's sake. Don't be like that. This is the way I am with myself. I know it's all me, but I have a, I talk to myself in the third person. I don't be like that. But then don't be a cunt. 
You want your pizza and chips? If you get a bit tired the next day, don't be taking it out with the kids because you fucking had shit food. Or else don't eat the shit food. Tiredness, same thing. Um, don't stay up late at night. Very rare. Again, tiredness of me. If I got tired, I'd kill you. There's, I, ca- I, I can manage practically everything by our tiredness. If I got tired, like, and it's, and it's gen- I call it, you're either letting on or it's genuine. And here's how I'll explain letting on and genuine to the mental health community. For anyone that can't control their emotions and lose their head, picture a 24-year, 24-stone rugby player who is a very short fuse. If you would attack them equally as you would a child, great, you're fucking mentally ill in the real deal world. If you wouldn't, Something wrong then. <laughs> You're making a choice. <clears throat> Unless you'd attack a 24 stone, absolutely short fused human being who would fucking kill you. Great, you're the you're, you're real deal. If you would not attack them, you're making a choice. Now, here's the problem with me when I'm tired. I would attack them <laughs> when I'm tired. So I do not get tired. It doesn't matter to me. I'd lunge at anybody because I'm gone into a very raw state of being an animal at that stage. So I simply don't get tired. You see, everyone's mentally ill. Nobody realizes going, well, I couldn't. I can control what time I go to bed at. I can control what I put into my mouth. I can control if I exercise or not. And I can control if I sit down in my calm state and hash over the shit that happened and go, look, we need to talk about this ourselves, me and you and in my mind. I can do all that and anyone else can do all that. And my argument with it is that is if you're not doing that, you're not respecting the fact that you're mentally ill. So I completely accept that I'm mentally ill. So I have to, my wife doesn't sit down and go, I must check this. I must go to bed on time. I must, she doesn't have to. I have a brother who can eat pizza and chips seven days a week. Doesn't interfere with his head at all. One of the most calmest human beings on the planet I know. Extremely focused, extremely successful in life in every, every, every avenue, marriage, kids, business. Absolutely no problem. But he's not mentally ill. I am. So na 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 na. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he doesn't have the beauty that I have. <laughs> um, but that's my point: is when you're mentally ill, I have a deformed hand. That's deformed. Um, it's it's a fact. It doesn't matter how it got deformed; it's deformed. If you have a broken leg, you have a broken leg. If you're mentally ill, you're mentally ill. It, the point I'm making with my hand is I have to respect that there's certain things I can't lift or I can't lift them for a very long period. Or I get extreme pain in it. So I don't. If my leg was broken, there'd be no way I'd be out kicking ball all the time. Mm. So people don't think when they're mentally ill that they have to respect that also and go, sure, hold on. I, like I'm mentally ill. I live an extremely full life geared towards being mentally ill. So it's not like I'm arriving to the airport with a fucking ship going, 
Can't wait to set sail. Sorry, Gosson, you're in the wrong place. You shouldn't be putting that into the water. Yeah, yeah, but I want to go to the airport. Yeah, but it's a boat. You need to be in the water. I respect the fact that I'm mentally ill, and I respect the fact that there's certain things I just can't do. I can't, I can't stay up till one o'clock in the morning. You're not supposed to anyway. I can't eat processed food. Um, I, I can eat a small amount. I can't eat a lot of processed food. Again, you're not supposed to. I can't leave it any more than three days without exercise. Again, you're not supposed to. <laughs> Everything I can't do. I think being mentally ill is a legend. Because your body won't allow you veer away from being a true human being. It won't allow it. It tells you instantly when you're angry. It tells you instantly when you're tired. Instantly when you've eaten food that doesn't agree with you. Instantly if someone's lying to you. Mm. How is that not being a legend? Mm. We get the earliest advanced warning system when we put something into us that doesn't agree with us. My mm. brother can yeah. eat... Right, let me put it another way to you. And I love my brother to bits. My brother can eat pizza and chips seven days a week. He doesn't. But he can. It's not healthy for him. But his body's not telling him. Now, you put me and my brother side by side where my body tells me instantly, I didn't like that food. Here's anxious thoughts. Your head is going to be fried for a couple of hours. I stop eating, I stop eating the food. I go back into my healthy food. Who do you think would live longer? Mm. My body warns me instantly when stuff is not right. Instantly. You're tired. Instant. My brother can get three hours sleep, go all day, run his business, do everything. He's a paramedic, do everything. Brain is working. Do you honestly think he's going to live a long life? Because you can't do that to the body. So we get an extremely advanced early warning system. We have what the Americans have. If there's a missile coming in, picks it up straight away, shoots it out of the sky. Ireland doesn't have that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so please don't bomb us, anybody. Well, we've the IRA. <laughs> we do, we do. We kind of tend to bomb everyone else. That annoys us. We've never bombed anyone that doesn't annoy us. <laughs> We've been known for shoplifting. The IRA have been known for shoplifting. They literally lift the shop six foot off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's a joke. Sorry if anyone was bombed in England. Um, <laughs> but do you see, do you see the difference in, in a sense? You can use it as what it is. You're looking at your illness that there's something wrong with you instead of looking at it going, just I could use that to my advantage. Here's a little fun. Here's a little bit of fun. I've never spoke to you in a sense before, right? But here's a little bit of fun. Mm. When you focus on something, can you completely achieve it? As in work or stuff like that, dedication, stuff like that. Mm. Depends what it is, but you know what? Yeah, generally it depends. You know, if I'm manic, yes, 
I will totally, I, I will achieve it. Yeah. See, it'll take me, I'll be sleepless, sleepless nights, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go into the states of man. Now, here's the thing I go into states of manic, right? You have to watch that one. Right. States of manic. I go into states of manic, and this is where probably you're getting diagnosed with bipolar. I go into states of manic. I don't know how far you are on the podcast. I went into a state of mania there about the transgender community a couple of weeks ago, and I completely went in, and it took me weeks to learn, and, and I'm out now. But I was manic about it. Mm. Nothing else got done. Absolutely. It was just focus, 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 focus. Now, the only thing is, you'd want to keep an eye on that, as you want to be landing that plane before you run out of juice. Because mm. if you don't land that plane, when I go into a state of manic now, number one is I know it. I go, oh, you're in a state of mania. Right. Here's the fucking thing now. The food gets perfect. The food is just, uh, not, uh, the food is unnaturally good when I'm in a state of mania. In other words, there's no processed foods whatsoever. I ha- Again, I respect the fact that I'm mentally ill. I can, can you feel when you're going up into it? Yeah, totally. Right, mm. right great. That's what I'm on about, early warning system. Mm. I wouldn't mm. advise, now this is only my advice. You're ringing me, so at the end of the day, it's my advice. <laughs> <coughs> I wouldn't try and get out of this state of mania. If you're going into it, let it be. That's the way your brain is wired. However, what I do is I watch it. I then exercise more. Mm. So there's a few things I do. I keep my food extremely good. I, de- I tend to crave carbs more because my brain has gone into a really fast state of... of so I tend to crave carbs. So I eat a good amount of quinoa, good carbs, rice or whatever, you know, whatever the good carbs are. But what I do is I I'm, I'm watch it in a sense of going, look, you're still going to bed on time. You can get up as early as you want, but you're going to bed on time. So I might wake an hour earlier when I'm in a state of mania because my brain, I control the mania going, you can get up whenever you want because I know I'll get tired. So if I wake, I'll wake an hour earlier, but I do get tired then throughout the day. Now, I watch it going up, up, up. And what I do then is I have another... Do you know the way, I don't know about you, but I research, 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 research. Mm. It's just like my brain goes blah, 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 blah. So what I do then is I have one more book in my phone. And it's completely off the charts. Nothing got to do with what my brain is in a stage of mania. And when I feel myself getting too high, I put on that book. I go, you put on the book, you listen to it. And it brings me down and I land the plane again. And I listen to that book for a couple of hours. And it's completely like giving an example. As I just said, when I was in the state of uh, transgenderism, right? I was also listening to a book on Auschwitz. Because there's nothing better to ground you than listening to a book as horrific as anything on Auschwitz. So I have my books on Auschwitz. And this is, I've said this in the podcast, this is why I have them. I listen to books on Auschwitz when I'm going into states of mania because there's nothing more sobering than listening to the horror of, of uh, you know, what happened. 
So it drags me right down out of my um, mania. And then when I recharge, I get myself back up. Then I go back in again. I go, do you want to go back in again? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I let myself back in. So I watch my levels. And you can feel it. You can feel when you're getting too manic. You can feel it going, Jesus, if you keep going now, you're going to fucking crash. And you see, if I crash, someone's going to get a bad beating. <laughs> That's just the truth. Now, by the way, I don't beat anybody. <laughs> but I know I have the capacity to do it. So I just drag myself down with a book on Auschwitz. That's what I do. I, br- I bring something into my mind that's so horrific, so um, sober, and that it, it, my brain just comes right out at mania. And I listen to that for a day or a few hours or whatever until I feel it. I can, you can feel that kind of the cortisol and everything coming back out of your body. You can feel yourself just regulating again. And then I'll, I'll do you want to go back in or not? If it wants to go back in, I let it in because I know I'm going to drag it down. I go land the plane again. So every time I feel I'm getting too high with the mania, I land the plane with something completely different and distracting. And for me, Auschwitz works because there's nothing worse than listening to a story on, on, on Auschwitz or anything like that. There's nothing worse. There's, there's, I've never came across another anything else in a sense of that was more horrific. You know that type of way. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sober myself up when I'm in a state of mania with um, something from Auschwitz, you know? That's how I do it. And you see, that's my point, is there's certain techniques that I learned throughout the years that I'm not saying they're fucking for everybody, but instead of not going into the state of mania, which I do and you do, is to respect the fact that you're going into it. Respect the fact then that you're going to need to um, mind yourself. Respect the fact then go to bed on time, but get up earlier. Um, and then have something there. For you, it might be lifting more weights. It might, you know, your brain will tell you. The beauty of the brain is nobody realizes how gifted we are in a sense. Our brain is in the background going, you're right. I know I kind of fuck everything up yeah, but I can give you the answers too. If you just let listen. So you, for me, it's Auschwitz. It's the books on Auschwitz because they're horrific. For you, you're, you know, what, you know, when you're going into a state of mania, what do you want to do? Your brain might go, oh, I might do this, this, or this. Try it and see. Mm. And see what works. But for me, that's what works for me, you know? Mm. Hmm. All right. Yeah, I reckon that's it. That's yeah, that's, that's kind of interesting actually. So I think I'll be yeah, I think I'll do that. It's about yeah, maybe it's, it's like reflection, isn't it? Going all right. Yeah. 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 yeah you. You're you, right. Yeah. You're you are made up of you. You have to figure out how that's worked. That's all it is. I'm just mm-hmm. all I do with the podcast is talk about how I work myself. It might not work for anybody else, but I don't. It might. That's why I say it. Um, reading a book on Auschwitz does it for me. Reading a book on Auschwitz for someone with BPD might send them further into a fucking tailspin. Do you know the type of way? So you have to you, you have to look at yourself and go, what would you like to do that brings you down off the mania? And try and work with that.
you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Normally I, I write it out and then I'll, I'll, I'll end up with like four pairs of shoes or some fucking thing or like recently yeah. I ended up with what with a trolley jack and some jack some jack stands. I don't fucking need it, but I bought them, you know, and that's like um <laughs> But you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe do a list of stuff. I do a list of stuff I do need. Mm. Right. Mm. So I didn't, you know. I have a list of stuff I do need. And then when I'm in the, you know, mad, mad state of click enter, I buy in the stuff I need. Yeah. So at least I need it. So it's not like I'm collecting stuff in the house. So, you know, it's whatever I need. As in, yeah. I'll give you an example. Years ago, I was a bread maker. Right now, literally. I only use it a couple of times a year, but literally I'm after baking bread today. Right. I get into this phase again and going, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to learn how to bake bread. I'm going to learn. But I mean, it literally has been used as I speak to you. But it was on my list and I bought it. Mm. Has it been used every day? No, it hasn't, but it has been used. It's not like it's standing there Mm. going, that was a stupid buy. So I write lists and go, yeah, this is my manic list. This is what I'm going to buy when I'm in a state of mania. Um, obviously, pay the mortgages, pay the bills, pay everything else first. Mm. And then it's, you know, whatever. I, I won't say obvious. Like, there's no way would I spend mortgage money, anything else money. Mm. It's, it's after the fact. But yeah, when I'm mm. in a state of click and enter, I'm clicking enter on the stuff that I need. You know? Mm. That's, yeah, that's a good thing. I mean, to be fair, I thought that would be a good thing that I could, I would need a jack stand at some point. Uh, so you know, yeah, 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 you, you might do, you <laughs> might. Um, yeah. I'm gonna, ha- I'm gonna have to let you go. I, I knew this was gonna be a oh. short, short one. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna, is it okay? You've not given your name. Is it okay to put this yeah. up? Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, because you've not given name, location, or anything. So I think, like, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up because this has actually been a really good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna say goodbye then, yeah. And yeah. Uh, we're gonna continue this because I I had to go because uh, we uh, people call yeah. it and uh, I didn't realize. Okay, all the best. All right, thanks for thanks for making the time. Yeah, you know what, this would be awesome to continue sometime. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent.